Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, the podcast where we are helping you make Scripture memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you'll know that one of the themes that we come back to again and again is uh, the three W's of memorizing Scripture. And those three W's are, what will you memorize, when will you finish, and who will hold you accountable? And if you have the answer to each of those three questions, we've discovered over the years, you will succeed. Uh, statistically speaking, there's actually a 95% chance of achieving your goals if you have a specific goal, a specific deadline, and a specific person that is holding you accountable. And so today we really wanted to take some time and focus on that accountability component. Who is going to hold you accountable? And uh, we'll have a special guest for you here in just a few minutes and Pastor Doug Cecil, who really has some words of wisdom and words of experience to share with us as we explore this topic of accountability and scripture memory. But as always, Randy, you've got a passage of the day for us, and so why don't you uh, begin our time with a thought from God's Word? Yeah, Dakota, our passage or our verse of the day comes from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verse 9. Some of the commentaries that I have read said that uh, Ecclesiastes, written by King Solomon, was written later in his life that he's looking back on lessons that are hard learned. Uh, We know we read in scripture, there was a point in time in his life when he took foreign wives and they led his heart away from the Lord during the middle period of his life. And it's believed that this records those circumstances, those seasons. And now towards the end, he's looking back over, as I said, lessons hard won. In Ecclesiastes chapter four, Verse 9, we read this, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. As we read this verse, we're reminded of the importance of the bonds of Christian friendship. We know that in Christ, uh, we have vertical fellowship. The Lord Jesus has broken down the barriers between ourselves and the Holy God, but we also have horizontal fellowship The Lord has broken down the barriers that separate us from each other. One of the great privileges of being in Christ is having brothers and sisters in Christ. They encourage us. They support us. They rejoice with us. They weep with us. That really hits on our topic today, which is Christian accountability in the realm of Scripture memory. Amen. And and Randy, it uh, occurs to me that as we think about accountability our natural tendency is to recoil from that and say, oh, that's that sounds tough. And yet I love how this passage puts it. Two are better than one. Uh, this is not just something that we should do, but it's something that really enhances our scripture memory, and it's it's better as a result. 
And so that's why we're so thankful to have uh, Pastor Cecil with us today. And uh, it's just such a joy to have you with us, uh, Pastor Cecil. Thank you for joining us. My thrill. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. It's uh, it's great. I love to love to talk about this topic and uh, can't think of a better better group to be able to talk it talk about it with. So uh, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. And and as we get started, I thought it would be great if you might just share with us and with our listeners a little bit of your story in terms of um, how you got started memorizing Scripture and what prompted you uh, to memorize Scripture in the first place. Well, early on, uh, early on in my spiritual life, uh, that was one of the disciplines that were, was uh, a part of it. Uh, through not only Campus Crusade or now Crew, but also Navigators uh, Ministry, uh, memorizing gospel presentations, some verses, some basic types of verses that that were there. It was somewhat uh, sporadic, I would th- say, in my scripture memory, uh, up until the time that, yeah, I did, as we've talked about this this uh, topic for the, the podcast today, of having a, a partner uh, to really be able to hold one accountable in that scripture memory, somewhat sporadic until that partner came along. Pastor Doug, was there like a, I don't know, uh, like a, a, a crisis moment or something that happened that made you say, you know, hey, it's got to be something more than sporadic and I need someone to help me? Or was it more of an organic thing that you see in your need for consistent no, it was memorization? Just, yeah, it was just it was just an organic type of thing. Um, Bob is my... A partner. We've been partners uh, memorizing scripture for 27, 28 years, something of that nature uh, every week. Um, he came up and we he knew that I was memorizing some scripture and he was also kind of memorizing scripture. And it was one of those things that, hey, why don't we get together and let's uh, let's go through it together. And so it just really started off at a cafe at breakfast uh, once a week, uh, sharing verses. And it's kind of grown from there. Um, and we've kept it up uh, as we've moved from place to place. And uh, he now lives in Dallas. I live in Fort Worth, but uh, we're able to zoom together. And over the years, we've uh, kind of kept 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 going. So it started a face to face and uh, in a cafe, and now it happens uh, Zoom on Thursday nights. So <laughs> that's great. I know a lot of a lot of times. Listeners, they struggle to find accountability because, you know, scripture memory is somewhat of a rare discipline, and we may not be surrounded in our churches by people who are actively memorizing, and we think, well, who is there? And yet, I think uh, technology like Zoom and and FaceTime and and just simple phone calls really allow us to think outside the box and, and find someone who may not even share a zip code with us, but we can have that weekly weekly appointment. In fact, I have someone that I recite to weekly, and I've never met him in person, but we send voice messages back and forth every week, and uh, that certainly keeps me on track. But what would you say has been your predominant means of memorization over these last uh, few decades? You know, Are you a flashcards guy? Are you an audio Bible guy? What, what are the particular tools that you're deploying as you memorize these verses? You know, the same, I, I for for as long as I've been memorizing scripture, it's kind of followed the same pattern for me. And I know that for everybody, it's probably different. But uh, yeah, I take the Bible. I'm going to write them down on a four by six cards. Uh, so I write it out on a four by six card. The four by six card then follows me into my car as I'm driving. 
And so uh, memorizing that way is is uh, the same way. And in fact, my partner, uh, Bob, he also memorizes four by six uh, with four by six cards as well. And, you know, at the beginning when we, uh, um, because he was memorizing out of a different version than I was, we would come to the cafe and we would hand our four by six cards over to uh, our partner uh, to, I would hand it over to Bob and Bob would be able to follow my, follow me along in my version. And so, uh, uh, we would hand the four by six cards across the table, but that that's just proved, uh, very valuable to be able to write it. I mean, there's something in that writing it out on a four by six card and you're able to say it a number of different times and then have it in a, in a form, uh, that's able to follow you into the car as well. So, uh, yeah, predominantly over the years, I've I've just continued to use, uh, take my Bible, write it out on a four by six card, and off I go. Pastor Cecil, uh, something that I, I get asked a lot, and I'm curious if you could give some insight to it. When you talk about accountability for scripture recitation and meeting, I've had people come in and say, well, what does a meeting like that actually look like? What are the nuts and bolts when you meet with your, your brother in Christ, Bob? I know you said you met at a cafe, you meet at Zoom now. What do you guys actually do? I mean, the obvious is you recite scripture, but what's kind of the the layout of it? Oh, well, well, you know, we've been doing this for so long now. Our kids grew up together and uh, family, and now we have grandkids. And uh, so first first five or 10 minutes are, are just kind of catching up and seeing what's what's going on with each other's life and some of the things that are happening. Uh, eventually we'll get down to the place, you know, where one of us will say, well, are you ready? And, uh, then off we go, uh, quoting our verses for that particular week. And then towards the end, we will usually kind of share prayer requests, um, as to what's going on, what's happening in our life that, uh, we can lift up for, with each other in prayer, which next week we'll always kind of catch up and see what's, uh, how the prayer, prayer requests are going. And, uh, Usually, usually the time that we spend together, maybe a half an hour on Zoom, uh, sometimes longer if if we have things that are really going on, but um, and every once in a while shorter, but, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, it's a fun time. I look forward to it. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a it's not not imposing. I, you know, you always know that, uh, hey, Bob's going to ask me for my verses on Thursday night. So that keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in your scripture memory, and then getting together is just a real joyful time where you're able to share your verses and share what's going on in your life. And um, yeah, that accountability is is key, absolutely key uh, to memorizing scripture. That's a such a good word. And I know in my life, I've, of course, I've got this person to whom I recite every week, but I have some other friends. One in particular that we've just walked with the Lord together over the years, and there's this bond of, of fellowship that begins to emerge. And I love how that person begins to detect when they need to check in. And sometimes this brother in Christ will say to me, well, how is your walk with the Lord these days? How is your prayer life? And and they know me better than most of the people who who come to church with me or who sit in Sunday school with me. And I think every Christian needs a friend in that category. And that doesn't happen overnight, 
But I think having a, a weekly time of reciting is perhaps one of the best ways to begin to build that friendship. And so over time, I mean, it sounds like Bob is a whole lot more than a scripture memory accountability partner to you, but he has become one of God's primary instruments, perhaps, in your own sanctification and walk with the Lord. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And sharing uh, not only the scripture memory things, but, uh, um, you know, every once in a while when you're memorizing scripture, as you guys well know, you get to some sections there where you go, I'm not quite sure I really understand that. And so you'll you'll do a little study or you'll do a little little extra work and uh hey what do you think about that and how does that impact you and uh there'll be there'll be things that come up in the in the passage themselves that uh, now you're off into a little bit of a different uh dive one way or the other sometimes theological uh sometimes just in the wording different wordings from the different versions that kind of prompt you to to say that's an interesting way to put that. I hadn't thought about it that way. And uh, so, yeah, the relationship that you have, not only with the family, uh, Bob himself, but also with scripture and the memorization all pulled together. Yeah. A key, key aspect in the sanctification process that just uh, goes on. We, we look forward to it. So yeah, it's, Good time. Well, let's say, Pastor Doug, that we've got some folks that are they're on board now. They're they want to find an accountability partner. What what would you tell them? What what should they look for in someone to hold them accountable and to meet with consistently? Well, first off, uh, yeah, if you're looking for an accountability partner, first pray about it. Uh, mm. Pray about it for. I usually tell tell people uh, before you make any type of decision down the road. Pray about it for at least three months and see how the Lord leads. But, you know, in conversations at church, uh, wherever you are, you're going to be able to start kind of sensing uh, somebody's spiritual vitality or sense their uh, devotion to either reading or studying or memorization. And that's really how Bob and I got together is we both knew that we were kind of memorizing some some scriptures here and there just through casual conversations at church. And that's when we we came up and said, hey, well, why don't we get together on, you know, at the cafe on Thursday morning for breakfast and and see how this this goes out. So I think in those conversations as you're having at, at church, if you're praying about it, if your your little antennas are up uh in in church as you're listening to people talk, I think you'll be able to kind of sense God's leading as to uh, this might be somebody to to get together. And I, I, that would be my first thing is, hey, just invite them to breakfast or something like that and see where they are. Um, see if they might be interested. See if they if that would be something that they might be interested for a little while. Set a time limit, you know, of say, hey, why don't we get together and try this for a uh, a period of time? You know, if you've got a particular section of scripture or if you're going to mem- memorize some you know, like your uh, 100 passages or something of that nature, uh, set it a little bit of a time limit, and then reevaluate it afterwards, uh, after after that. For Bob and I, it was just one of those things that, hey, we just kind of kept going, and we kind of kept prompting each other. And um, here we are. You look back and you say, golly, has it been been that long? <laughs> but it has, and it's been great. I'm curious, over the last, I think you said, 27 years of, of accountability and memorizing, 
Of course, here at Scripture Memory Fellowship, we talk about Scripture memory being a consistent part of daily life. But let's let's be honest, over the course of 27 years, there probably have been some seasons where maybe it was an illness, maybe it was, you know, um, a wedding that was coming up, or some very heavy family things that were going on, and you maybe had to take a brief break. How do you approach that with an accountability partner? Because, of course, their job is to make sure that you're not just coming up with excuses. They're they're supposed to, in a, in a holy way, hold your feet to the fire. But how have you all been able to to navigate those very, very real interruptions that are going to come up over the course of 27 years? Yeah, and th- th- that's... There's no doubt about it. I mean, those those things are going to come up uh, at times. We meet uh, primarily on Thursday nights, so at eight o'clock on Thursday nights, we that's just kind of our time. Uh, we'll get together, and before we leave that that meeting on Thursday night, we'll say, "Are you are you up on on Thursday night next week?" And there will be a few times where, um, well, I've got an appointment or something like that next Thursday, so we're going to have to mix, miss a week or something of that nature. And periodically, he'll text me and say, hey, something came up like a, somebody's in the hospital or whatever. We're not going to be able to meet it. But at that time, we will set that next date. I mean, so setting that date and having that date in your calendar uh, becomes crucial. I think if you just did not set that date on a regular basis, uh, yeah, it would be, you start to drift apart. There probably wouldn't be that cohesiveness to it, but we always are, hey, what about this date? What about this date? What are we going to memorize for the next time? And so uh, there is that accountability. And if something comes up, we say, great, what's what's the date that, what's the Thursday night that we're going to be able to get together? So having that date, if if it's not specific, it's probably not going to happen. And so making sure that you have that specific date in there um that that's that that'll keep you going i'd like to to touch on something that you said see if we can circle back around you said so you know before you sign off for that that meeting you set the date but then you also you guys plan what you're going to recite for the next session yes okay yes so we we will typically what we're into now is uh we'll we'll memorize um either Psalms or a chapter. Right now we're memorizing Isaiah 53. And so um, we'll say, you know, like if we go verse one or verse one and two in one week, then the next week we'll say, okay, next Thursday night we'll get together, we'll memorize, and we'll we'll quote verses one, two, and three. Um, week after that, verses one, two, three, and four. Isaiah's verses are are a little bit longer than the typical typical verses in Isaiah 53. And so typically we'll do two verses per week. Uh, When we've been going through Isaiah, we've had to alter that a little bit. Sometimes we'll only do one uh, just because of the length of the verse. (laughs) And you say, all right, probably uh, better. And also for retentions part, part of the whole thing as well. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that we know, where we are and what we're what we're going to be held accountable for uh, next week before we sign off and uh, look forward to the next week. So, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, we know when we're going to meet. We know what we're going to recite. I think inevitably we have some listeners who are out there saying, "Well, that sounds beautiful, and I would love to have a Bob in my life, but 
you know, I just don't. And yet what, I, what I've detected just over these last few minutes is that 27 years ago, you didn't have this either. This is something that God has, has cultivated, and it's a friendship that has blossomed. It's almost like passing an oak tree that's 27 years old and saying, well, I, I could never have that in my yard. Well, you could if you plan it today and watch it grow. And another thing that, that occurs to me, uh, Pastor Cecil, is that as, as much as you've been blessed by this, um, there's a Bob out there who's telling other people, you know, there's this guy that I recite to, and his name is Pastor Cecil, and he's been such a blessing. And I think we tend to look at things in terms of what we might get out of it. You know, how, how is accountability going to help me in my scripture memory? And yet, ideally, this is going to be a two-way street where, yes, God is blessing you through the relationship, but he's using you to be a blessing. And so what a good word. Uh, Thank you, Pastor Cecil, for taking time today just to share uh, your experience, uh, your expertise, and your heart uh, for Scripture memory and for accountability in particular. And uh, for those of you listening, we hope that this episode will really uh, stir you up to not only uh, renew your commitment to memorizing Scripture, but to recruit someone, uh, to ask God, as, as Pastor Cecil said, pray about it for a few months even, that God would lead you to the right person that can uh, be a, a long-term source of accountability and encouragement to you in this area. Uh, as always, we hope that you'll subscribe and uh, stay tuned for future episodes. In fact, our next episode is going to be with Pastor Cecil as well, as he shares a little bit about scripture memory uh, in the context of pastoral ministry. So we hope that you'll join us for that episode, and we look forward to uh, having you with us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.